Welcome to the Nightcap, your weekly review and preview of Norway Knights football. If you missed this week's action, get the latest news, analysis, and game summary on the weekly Nightcap with me, Joe Smith. Hi everyone, if you missed the action from this week's Norway Ironwood game, let me catch you up in tonight's Week 2 Nightcap. Norway coming off a 54-34 defeat at home to Lake Linden Hubble in Week 1. Already knew this was a game they had to win. Ironwood also losing in Week 1 at North Central could have the Red Devils ready to stir up some trouble for the Knights. Let me set the stage. Norway definitely had the advantage going in as they outmatched Ironwood in almost all facets of the game. The Red Devils in Week 1 were pushed around on the offensive and defensive line by North Central. And although Norway has a young offensive line, this looked to be a matchup that favored the Knights. And the favorites came out quickly. Two plays into the game, it was Ian Pop with a 48-yard touchdown run that started up the middle, but Pop bounced off a couple of defenders, slipped it outside, and down the sidelines to put the Knights up 8-0. Pop was only getting started. Two plays later, it was Pop intercepting Ironwood's QB, Axton Rutzela, on his first pass of the game. Pop's 20-yard pick six quickly adding to the lead, 14-0 Norway. Pressure from Norway blitzer Andrew Hadamaki created the errant pass by Rutzela. Nice play by Hoots and Pop to finish it off. With only one minute off the clock, it obviously looked like Norway was going to run away with this one, but the Red Devils really only had one bad minute of that first quarter as they held the Knights off to finish the first quarter 14 to nothing, Norway. On to quarter number two, and the question was, can Ironwood get back into this one, or is Norway going to repeat what North Central did to the Red Devils last week? Well, the second quarter belonged to Norway quarterback Cole Bai. Bai had a couple of beautiful long passes in that second quarter, including three TD passes. It was junior tight end Landon Amundsen who collected two of those TD passes, including a 12-yard and a 56-yard strike he took to the house. Alex Ortman caught the third TD pass of the second quarter, and all of a sudden, the Norway offensive powerhouse was flexing its muscle. Oh, remember Ian Pop? He scored two TDs in that first minute of play. Well, he picked up his third in the second quarter, returning a punt 62 yards and really putting this one out of reach for the Red Devils by halftime. Your score, Norway 46, Ironwood 0 at the half. So here's a fun thought. I'm starting to wonder why teams even punt or kick the ball into the field of play in eight-man football. Kick the ball out of bounds and remove that potential for the return, no? There's just too much space on the field with only eight players on each side. The penalty for kicking the ball out of bounds on a kickoff is the placement of the ball at the 35-yard line. Kick that squib kick, which most teams do, and you typically are out past the 35-yard line anyway. Well, just a thought. Keep it in mind. See what you think. We'll talk again soon. As you can imagine, most of the action took place in that first half, but two more things to note as we move through the second half. Ian Pop collected his fourth TD with another long run to the end zone. Pop went 59 yards this time at the 318 mark of the third quarter to put the Knights up 52 to nothing. Ironwood finally got on the board, and it was a pretty play as quarterback Axton Rutzela, who had been targeting the talented sophomore wide receiver Nick Miskovich all day, finally connected on a 33-yard touchdown pass across the middle of the field. It was a perfect throw, hitting Miskovich in stride, and he strolled into the end zone for the Red Devils' first score of the season. The Knights had the ball down to the five-yard line with under two minutes to go, but decided to take a knee and run the clock out on this game. Your final score from Ironwood, it was Norway 52 and Ironwood 6. 
Final statistics from Ironwood. Cole Bye was 6 of 8 passing for 200 yards and three touchdown passes. Receiving Wyatt Spade had one catch for 33 yards. Alex Ortman, two catches for 85 yards and a touchdown. And it was Landon Amundsen with those two catches for 73 yards and two TDs. Running the ball, Ian Pop touched the ball three times for 114 yards and two touchdowns. Andrew Hadamaki, eight touches for 48 yards. And Wyatt Spade ran the ball three times for 19 yards. Special teams, we had mentioned it, Ian Pop. He had one punt return for a 63-yard touchdown. On defense, Pop led the way with 14 tackles, one interception for a TD. Andrew Hadamaki, he had 11 tackles. And Maddox Berkland had a great day on the defensive line. He collected 10 tackles. Now let's talk about week three and what you can expect from the Norway Knights as they travel up to Lake Linden. But first, let me tell you about WHTO Radio 106.7 The Mountain. Make sure you have 106.7 saved in your favorites for quick access to all the Norway Knights football games this season. You can rely on WHTO Radio Sports for all the action. And as I always say, if you don't have access to the FM dial, go to the web and stream the game on whtoradio.com. Anytime, anywhere, it's WHTO Radio Sports you can count on to make sure you don't miss a play. If you want to hear the night the nightcap every week, head over to simplysmith.com and sign up for the updates. While you are there, check out the broadcast, schedule, blogs, and more. It's new and it's developing, but get my views and perspective on Norway football at simplysmith.com. That's simplysmith.com for the nightcap and so much more. Now looking to week three, and this is a huge early matchup for the Norway Knights. Is it critical to success of the season? Probably not, but it sure will be telling on where this team is mentally and physically as the Knights get into the heart of their schedule. If you remember, the Knights' home opener was against Lake Linden. The Knights were scheduled to play a uh, North Dickinson in week one, but the Nordics dropped their varsity program this year. The result was Lake Linden-Hubble filling the void. Lake Linden is one of the top teams in the conference as they are loaded with experience. All seniors and juniors on the squad and many returning starters from last year. That compared to the Knights, who have quite a few new faces to line up, including three starting sophomores on that offensive line. The Knights were in Game 1 and had three had their chances to win, but ended up coming up a bit short, losing at home 54-34. to Now they're going to have to travel all the way up to the home of the Lakes, and hopefully set the tone for the rest of the season. It's a Saturday game, kickoff at 12.30 p.m., and I expect a great matchup. The Lakes had an exciting game this week, but ended up with the loss against Indian River Inland Lakes, 46-54. to It was a battle, and Lake Linden-Hubble has had two weeks of hard-hitting games. Maybe they're a little banged up or possibly tired, but Norway will not be able to rely on them being tired to win this week. They will need to have maximum effort, to get by this Lake Linden team and execute at the highest level. My keys to the game. Norway defense is going to have to shed the blockers of Lake Linden or knock them down quickly. The Lakes like to pound the ball up the middle. Direct snap and run to the running back Sam Roberts, Nate St. Ange, and the quarterback Danny Marcotti are not fancy, but they've been effective. Why? The blocking not only by the offensive line is solid, but even more impressive is the block of the running backs. Look for number three, Roberts, and number 33, Mason Holzberger, to open up those holes for the lakes. The quarterback, Marcotti, does the same thing for his backs. Lots of misdirection, pulling linemen, and hard-hitting lead backs coming through that hole. Norway's going to have to disrupt those handoffs quickly by knocking down those lead blocks and rely on the Knights' linebackers and DBs to make the tackles in the hole. 
if they can do that, they can get the best of Lake Linden. Norway has the offense to stay with the Lakes. The big question will be, can the defense step up and crush the run of Lake Linden Hubble in week three? I guess we'll find out soon. Join me on Saturday from Lake Linden Hubble. Tune into WHTO 106.7 FM Saturday at 12.15 for the WHTO Radio Sports pregame show. And then it's time for the action at 12.30 p.m. for kickoff. Don't miss a play of this big contest on 106.7 FM or you can stream it whtoradio.com. If you miss a game, come right back here to simplysmith.com and I'll bring you the nightcap and give you a preview of the night's week four game home against Forest Park. Thanks, everyone. You're listening to the nightcap with Joe Smith. Put in the effort, put in the time, and live with purpose.